Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. All right, guys, we're in here for the Ed Cheapies. So anyone that is dual position with the mid They've been spoken about in that previous video. And obviously, it's a very, very interesting position, this cheapy edges there, because I think you're only buying them if they are starting. Edge bench players have the worst PPM by far and can get, unless they're a bench winger or something like that, and usually would get sort of 25 to 30 minutes max. Usually, so that makes it very, very tough for them to make money at that price. Definitely, and and at the end of those minutes. So the SGBs who start, they usually make a lot of money. Think about you know Cardi, Preston, Dylan Lucas last year, Connolly Lemuelu. A few of these guys started, you know, in sort of that mid price as well. And even those guys made a lot of money. So if they're cheap, anywhere near that 250, all the way up to the 400k mark, which we've got here, they can definitely make lots of money and do a great job. So let's see what we get this season. It's obviously very early in the preseason as well. There's only really a few options you'd look to talk about in here, and, and one of them being the most important guy in Breton Piakura. Massive news for him, obviously, with Kurt Capewell moving to the Warriors there. He's at 399k as well. So no matter what I say in this, he is extremely cheap, priced at the average of 29, given he played enough games last year to you know, for him to keep his price there. And a lot off the bench as well, which was helpful. So you say you, you look at this straight up and go, hello, dollars, hello, the cash I'm going to be making. But it is a maybe, because let's, let's delve into it now. So the average of 34 in 70 minutes on the edge last season, that only gives him five points of value. And you're looking at when he starts, the 41 average in 78 minutes, so basically the full game there. And that's 12 points of value, which is, it, it looks a lot better, right? So it's definitely no slam dunk pick. And I'll tell you why in a second, but Mins should be there. And he is so cheap likely to improve as a player given he's a, obviously a youngster and he has upside closer to 50 for sure. If all things, you know, all the stars align, he could be a guy that makes a sort of 200, 250K. And I, I put out there in the, in the hot takes video that he should make it to 600K at some point. And by the time he gets to there or close to it, he will be a sell. And I still stick by that. I definitely think he has a bunch of weeks in him where he can hit a 50, 
on average, you know, maybe a three game stretch where he, he scores a try or two in that three game stretch and, and sort of makes close to that hundred K just in those three or four weeks. And, you know, he does really well for us at some point, but do expect that there will be low games as well. And again, I'll tell you why. So his tackle numbers really, really suck. He had 16 net tackles. So that was, you know, close to 22 tackles a game. And, you know, the close to three misses, which I'll, I'll jump in and, and show you in a second in footy stats. But the, the scariness for him is in those three games over the final series, for, the, for those that you can't see on footystats.com, he played 63 minutes across those games, where a 20-minute game, a 25-minute game, and an 18. So what that ended up with was 17 total points there. That 18-minute game, he got two, I think it was nine and a six across that nine and a five, whatever that was there. It ended up being 17 total points, which is pretty disgusting. So let's have a look at his footystatistics.com now and show all of the games that he has played there and see if we can make a bit of a synopsis on where he'll end up. So there's some low low points game in there for sure. There's, a, there's two nines, a three nine, sorry, a six and a one in his very short 12-game sample or whatever that is there. So you're looking at him having to you know, get big minutes and do really well at that. And what you're looking at is a game here with 42 points, and that did include a tri-saver and six tackle breaks and 130 metres, so a big one there in the last game of 2023. He also has a 51 and a 52. So three scores well above his current price point, which is great, but he also has some lower ones in there. So other ones in 80 minutes, one of these had a line break in it and still got 31. He has a 29 there as well, and that's with four tackle breaks. And yeah, still you know plenty of missed tackles at that, unfortunately. And and that's all he's offering there. And then you've got interchange games off here, 52 minutes apiece for nine and 25, which is pretty sad in that one there. He also had a, a obviously a 29-minute game where he picked up 36 points, but that's two line breaks and also a try. So as I said, those, those tackle numbers are, are pretty weak, and that's across the whole section of, of games there. So if you go to over 50 minutes, it's 22.7 tackles for 3.6 misses, which is not nice at all. And you take out those 52-minute games, and it's 41 in 77 minutes, as we said, but 25 tackles made, four misses. So that definitely has to improve for him to be a bit of a slam dunk pick. They also have a, a generally a, a tougher draw over the first five. You'd imagine a lot of these games to be fairly close. So does he have the opportunity to score tries in that? which it looks like he'll need to get close to that, you know, anything over 40, I'd say. He probably needs to try every sort of, you know, four games to, to keep with that average. But at, at an easy kind of level there, you'd imagine if he just sticks to what he's doing now, then he'll be somewhere in the mid-30s. If he does improve a little bit, it's 40. And if he you know, improves a decent amount and plays 80 each game and scores a few tries, he could be 45 up to 50. So there's sort of three tiers where Brendan Piakura could be at. And... The, the big thing here is the fact that his job is going to be pretty safe on that edge. They do have a fair few middles. They don't have really have many edges coming through um, in, in the young man's stocks. And if they are, they're, they're a little bit away. So safety's there. He doesn't have a buy in the first section all the way to round 13. So that's where it could be a time where you look to sell him, given he has the round 13 and the round 16 buy. So that's Brendan Piakura, a very, very interesting player at that, that's for sure, coming into this first one. I think other edges have a little bit more of a chance to hit sort of a mid-40s average, but they are much more expensive. Obviously, we're talking about Sean Lane and these types of guys. They're well into the 500s. Um, and then any of the 400s guys, probably a little bit safer to get there, um, but have issues around their role and minutes. Uh, and then also, you know, are just more expensive. So, yeah, Piakura, very hard to leave out of your side, that's for sure. 
Let's go Jacob Host next. He's very much lower in the pecking order at 397K. The average is 29. So I think he's probably third or fourth in line for that edge spot. There's talk of Tars Duncan. Jay Arrow could play there. I think um, Hosty's days are done of, of even being an option, given he, um, he had a bit of a shocker when he did play. Um, that first game, he was on negative five or something at one point. It was just a joke. Uh, so Simpson, not this season. Furmore's back. He, he had done his dash last year and still didn't make any money, so that's that. Josh Kerr there, he's at 378, and he looks like he's probably about the 19th or 20th man, maybe 18th the best, so I don't think he plays. And even if he did, price is awkward. Matt Dury, nah. <laughs> he done his dash last year. There's a big jump off here between the edges, 378k down to 311 there in that one, which is... Um, yeah, well, there's no one in that gap. And that's kind of, you know, if you if you get sort of the 30 minutes off the bench, you'd be pretty average as a player. In the big min, bigger minutes that you get, the 50 to 60 or closer to 80, then you get sort of near that 400K or just above, which we spoke about in the previous video. And then the guys down here are very limited minutes type of guys or, um, you yeah, know, played some starter games like Dury and then back onto the bench there. So, yeah, he's a nah. Sam McIntyre, also no. Uh, Jack Howarth, so 300k for him. It's fairly cheap, obviously. He picked up a 37 in his one game of the year last year at the end of the season. So for him, you're probably hoping for a center spot now that the edge looks pretty busy with Bloor, with the arrow, and these types. With Justin Olin moving on, it didn't look like he was going to be playing anyway, but he's one of those guys that um, Howarth, that they obviously have spent plenty of money on. That's very well publicized now. And Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems. But getting therapy has its own problems, too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and, of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Is this the year that he gets a spot? At 300K, if he got the center spot, he'd be dual um, and, and cheap enough, I think, to, to slot in, given he has plenty of talent. His uh, cup stats aren't incredible either. He's like a 30s guy, so like, it'd be enough in, in the NRL and a good team. Brody Jones is probably fourth in line, likely, so we'll leave him out. Ben Lovett's 293 as well, fourth or fifth in line, potentially. I think he's behind Jacob Host. Jamin Salmon there at 289. The average of 21 last year, so plenty of games off the bench. He is likely to cover sort of some kick-out minutes or injury and, you know, in that 14 or, or 17 role for the Dogs. But they do have Kurt Mann that, that's going to be in that 14, likely. His PPM isn't very good at the sort of the point sevens anyway, so he needs a, a full-time gig, I think, to, to be worth it. Chris Patolo, plenty of promise, but he's unlikely at 282 to get a spot, I think, at this point when you've got you know, Liam Knight, um, Josh Curran comes over. There's a few guys probably ahead, even like guys like Harrison Edwards, potentially. Uh, Finifiaki for the Cows, 272K. I'd say he's probably fourth in line as well behind Luki, Lucy 
and uh, and also Nanae on the other side there. So fourth in line, needs injuries. He could play some bench middle but or edge, but yeah, not ideal. Obviously there for him, as we said, with the PPM and the minutes that you're going to get. Carl Lawton, he's coming back from injury, so I do think that him at 268, if he was to get a spot, we know that he can score really, really well. And he seems to come into you know an option, become an option in, in few people's teams, but then... Unfortunately, he doesn't get uh, too many more games than than he does because of injury and the like. So, need some luck for Carl, but yeah, very very good scorer and works hard when he's in there. Joe Chandler, two sixty one. The average is nineteen. He's promising, but probably no spot for him at this point. I'd say definitely. Jed Cartwright. He's in a lot of people's teams. I think it's just because of the two hundred fifty k and the edge and the center duel, which is a pretty cool one to have for the Knights. He's fourth in line. So he's behind Lucas Kaipi's Paul, obviously Frizzell as well. So fourth in line, and even if you just get the bench, it's a no. Ben Condon at 250k, his average is 16.5. He's very, very low in the pecking order, I think, for the Eagles as well. Speaking of another Seagull, it's Ben Trebojevic. He has the edge and center jewel and is a little, should be a little bit more popular than Jed for the reasons that he's probably a bit closer to a starting spot. At 250k, there's a three-way fight for that spot with Schuster, who has a finger injury out for three to four weeks. He'll be back closer to that last trial, I'd imagine. Um, and then Corey Waddell, who I do think there's a, a much higher chance that Waddell moves to the middle. Now that they, on further review, uh, Matt Lodge is out for the beginning of the season and yeah, could come back. Obviously, they have Sipley, who's out for most likely the first few rounds of the season as well. So uh, Waddell is much more likely to move into that middle, given they need a few of them to partner like LOA, Paseca, and the like there. So it's probably Ben Trevojevic or Schuster. So yeah, be be ready for him. Um, yeah, starting edge, we would have to take in center if he got that 100%. So let's look at his stats there. When he does get the start in the second row, it's 41 minutes there for 14. It's 60, and that was against the Panthers, so be aware of that, round 24. 62 minutes for 29 and 42 minutes for 30. And then one game in 2022 where he scored a double and uh, picked up 64 and 80 minutes. So you're looking at that and that's not very exciting. Let's just say he got 60 minutes. You'd probably expect somewhere in the 30s in the 60-minute roll. So really, yeah, there's a 14 there, which isn't great. There'll be a couple in the high 20s. There'll be a couple at 40. He might score a try. There's, there's a few options for Ben, but at 250K, you wouldn't be able to say no. In that center position, that is for sure there. Alrighty, uh, Tumas from the Tigers. Again, very much out of the rotation at this point. Uh, Matamua, a bit closer to the rotation. I just He needs to start, I think, for him to have value, obviously, which is unlikely. He's had a bunch of games off the bench and never got away from this price. So, yeah, Matamua, plenty of talent, but uh, let's see what happens in the trials and the like. Keely from the Dolphins, a no. Fulton is also a no with the Eagles. Uh, Sipakula. With the Warriors, again, a no at this point. So many forwards. Maverick Gaia, 230k, fighting for a bench spot in the 17. I think he's fighting with Liam Henry for that 17 spot. Definitely consider uh, and watching the trials. Do they have a, an edge on the on the bench there to cover for... They obviously don't have Salmon anymore, who's moved on. They don't have Hosking. So do they have a bench edge to cover for Sorensen and or Liam Martin? With Liam Martin, definitely the guy that doesn't play 80 minutes throughout the season as much. And then Sorensen, they were giving spells as well. So uh, have a look at that. He could be the guy to fill that, given he is an edge there. Uh, Matele with the Eels. He's just a no. Hassett, Foran, Puavasa. 
with Cowboys, Lasati with Panthers, and Laban with the Warriors. They're all no at this point. They won't be close to a 17, so not worth considering. Then we move to the uh, the Edge Cows watch list. It's Piakura up top with Ben Chavoyevich, Jack Howarth, and Maverick Geyer. It's pretty pretty slim at the moment. Obviously, some some dual guys in the in the mid and the edge. But as I said, this position here, if they're an edge bench guy, we're not touching them. Any of these guys, if they were to be on the bench, we're not putting them in our side and they're our main watch list. We are looking for any of these guys to get starts. And if there's injuries and things like that, suspensions or whatever that comes up in the preseason, you know, we have two trial games, things can happen. Definitely round one, things can happen round two and the like. Um, then these guys could potentially come options. So we just need to have a general idea on a few of them. Um, some won't be great even if they were to get a spot. Some, like these guys, are going to be good if they were to get a spot. So keep an eye out on them. Uh, thank you for watching, guys. I appreciate all of you through this preseason. I am on Instagram and TikTok now as well. Um, so NRL Cricket Analysis on there. And just about to drop the private group. So if you have any interest in that early on, the, the quicker we get people in there, the easier it'll be for me in late Feb. So yeah, reach out on socials if you're interested and uh, we'll catch you in the next few episodes. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.